You like you know, the hard times? What's better, the hard times or the onion? I don't know. The onions had a long place in my heart for so long. Yeah. But I mean, the, the hard un- time has funnier graphics. The hard times has been on a roll lately, and they make more like jokes about like bands and music culture. Whereas I think the onion is more just parody news overall. But the onion was first, right? Yeah. They're the OG satirical news. Love the onion. Shout out to you, bro. We Shout love out the to the onion. stock photography in both of them, though. Yeah, but I did, I did just start following the hard times, and it's been pretty fantastic so mm-hmm. far. They don't support our Only show, but. I think our listeners can agree that they're funny. Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. Welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We are broadcasting live, KAKU, KAKU 80.5, the voice of Maui. And we are peak quarantine still. We're peaking. We are in the Biscuit Bunker. Staying it safe out there. We are in the Biscuit Bunker, baby. We got a lot of great things on the show today. We are going to reel the show back a little bit. Today feels like a new day, doesn't it, Vincent Vody? Yes, uh, another episode that was recorded on a historic day. Oh, Today's inauguration day. Joe Biden just became the president. I know. He's now officially the president. I can't believe it. And I am wrong, of course. I also can't believe that he called the show last week. Yeah. What wow. a get. Yeah. That's a great get mm-hmm. for us. And Little sadly, Trumpy Donald boy. Trump is gone, unfortunately. Well, we know we'll see him a lot more as... Uh, it's the end of an era. There is a presidential Quiznos on island. Uh, on Oahu, so yeah. maybe we'll see so, him over there someday. I love that sound effect, bro. <laughs> I don't know what the whip is for. Whip me back into shape, But man. you're riding the gravy train. We were getting a little bit too political on the show. And I just want to reel things back in and let you know that... Well, we cover current events, so when forward, politics are in the forefront of the news, I think it's appropriate. Moving forward, though, we have a lot more stories on Nazi margarine, <laughs> Nazi, chuds, Nazi whale margarine pirates, uh, and these people that and are chuds. spreading misinformation. Like you know me, I know that five G is created by lizard people to make us vote uh, Democrat, right? We right. all know it. But there was a, a very popular photo that went around the internet. It's okay to talk about five G causing COVID. Yeah, like, but we we're against misinformation so and i thought this article was going to be in like hard times because it was very similar and it was a picture of a guitar pedal and this picture had been being used and passed around the internet and like those silver colloidal commercials that are just like bait <laughs> like, like clickbait you know right and it was that new 5g is uh, being implemented in your town and it was a picture of a bass pedal essentially and everyone's sharing <laughs> this photo, being like, what technology is this? This is how they're getting to us. This is how they're getting to us. Also, people are selling online anti-5G cream Yeah, that you rub on you, and it, it blocks the harmful effects of 5G. Yep, it's just expired Nivea and Flint and Michigan <laughs> water. <laughs> so we should mention, Chuck, that you and I are Maui-based comedians. Cheers! Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, or you can go to BiscuitWars.com. BiscuitWars.com. Uh, and if you want to follow the comedy scene here on Maui, go to follow Power Up Comedy. That's Power underscore Up. Underscore. Underscore. <laughs> comedy. Comedy. Um, on Insta. On your handle. Yeah. So you can you can see us do shows and we things are of that nature. We are a real class at comedy group here on <laughs> island we uh do we, we don't we don't travel as much we get the traveling comics that come to us right 
Yeah. Yeah, we had a performer in from Boston. Jeff Smitty. On the show. As seen on Comedy Central online. We just did a show at The Playground. Ooh, that new venue that everyone's talking about. Yeah, and uh, I got to say, it was a great time. It was a good time. I really enjoyed that venue. We were just talking about how some venues are like, it's a bar, and then they put up a stage. So it's like a bar, restaurant first, and then a venue second. But this is actually a designated venue first, and then it just so happens to also sell drinks and food. Yeah, and who would have thought that performing in front of people who are deliberately searching out comedy shows would be better than performing in front of people who want happy hour sushi after being sunburnt all day? <laughs> who are trying to play pool, but the pool table has been pushed to the side. So that was always great <laughs> when we were doing it, and then they're like, oh, that's such a good night. There's so many people here. They I put the pool table <laughs> away. It's all check, please. I can't wait till comedy's over so I can go back to playing pool. <laughs> Let me just throw a coaster at this guy. Mm, they both have a lot of eight balls involved. But, <laughs> but yes, the playground <laughs> in Matalaya Harbor was a great time. Chee-hoo. Chino LaForge was on the show. Rhonda Hanson, out, back out of retirement. Rhonda Hanson. Yeah, killing it. Um, but, yes, today is a an historic day because mm-hmm. today Joe Biden became president. So right before Trump left, uh, he squeezed out a couple, like, uh, buzzer beaters. Yeah, dude! <laughs> he got a couple last-minute pardons in there. Now, we all wanted him to uh, pardon uh, Jon Snow, right? Jon Snow from <laughs> Jon Game Snow of Thrones. Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Snowden, uh, but he didn't. No, but you know who he did? Steve Bannon. I don't know. Out of like the 100 people he pardoned, 90 of them were people that got convicted for like channeling for his money into something else. <laughs> right. And it's then funny. So he's the 91st person was a friend of the show, uh, Little Wayne. <laughs> wee 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 wee. Wait, are you saying Trump pardoned Little Wayne? And we're getting sued. Yeah. So, well, not exactly. So, not is even. Is it because that song is pro police? <laughs> yes. Blue Lives Matter, Chad. So, Little Take Wayne, it from Little for Wayne. whatever reason, um, <laughs> was very pro Trump. He's like, oh, no one has a better gun policy than Trump. And then, uh, not ironically, but pretty much in line with well, what Also, Trumpers, Little Wayne is rich. Yeah. So, right? yeah, he's we a know dumb rich Trump person. It's not white versus black. No, it's, it's poor. Ri- it's rich versus poor. Yeah. Trump- uh, remember that, everybody. Right. Remember when, uh, I'm when, poor? when the I'm Capitol cool. riots happened? And what did Trump say about the Capitol, the, the rioters? He didn't say thanks for trying to help me out with my coup. No. He's, he was disappointed that they all looked like pores. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, ew, pores. Pores. Gross. <laughs> there was a guy selling $70 Trump hoodies in front of it, and he made a <laughs> killing. Also, okay, so one of the guys that he pardoned, uh, Bannon, he pardoned Bannon for a scheme that was, <laughs> it was a scheme involving the build the wall fund remember that yes so the build the wall fund was there was a disabled air force veteran who started a fund to collect donations to help build the wall bannon used this fund to like funnel hundreds of thousands of dollars to use for his own personal means and then bannon got in trouble for that and that's only one of the fraudulent (laughs) companies they started or took advantage of in regards to building the wall. So he pardoned Bannon, but guess who he didn't pardon? The guy who started it. The disabled veteran 
who he has no legs and he has one arm because he got all of his most of his body was blown off by in, Steve Bannon's in cannon. Iraq <laughs> by not Steve Bannon's cannons. <laughs> Steve we, Bannon's cannons. <laughs> we dropped them It'll as a sponsor. Rip the legs out from under you. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody was like, "How could you pardon Steve Bannon?" who committed the crime, but not the disabled veteran who found it the thing to try to help Trump. And I don't think this is very surprising to me. Well, because, you know first who of all, wouldn't have done it? Hillary Clinton. Right. First of all, the guy's disabled, and we know he hates disabled people. You know Trump hates disabled people. Because he, before he was even president, he mocked that disabled reporter. Yes, something we would never do. And we know that he also hates veterans. Because yeah. he's on record as calling veterans stupid and losers and suckers. You know who loves veterans? Who? Sinise. <laughs> Gary Sinise. Friend of the show, Gary Sinise. Friend of the show, Sinise Gary Sinise. Loves the veterans. He would have pardoned the Air Force guy for sure. Mm-hmm. So Trump also, for whatever reason, likes uh, plating things in gold. Right. And uh, do you know what little Wayne got in trouble for? What could it be? Uh, he had a gold-plated gun that okay. like went off, <laughs> and it wasn't registered. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, Little Wayne, gun. You'll have a couple LOLs about the article. Trump pardoned it. So he didn't even go to jail yet? And Trump... Right, he just commuted, commuted his, his Yeah. That's awesome. It, so, dude. So, I, it looks like the last thing that Trump did was actually pretty cool. I like the fact that he... I like Little Wayne. <laughs> and that was your Little Wayne moment here on oh, BGR. We also have uh, two corrections. Uh, one one correction is that the officer that died, the Capitol officer that died, the Capitol police, he was white, not black. Yeah. It was one of the black... Not that you should get caught up on racial stuff. There was one of the officers that was black got injured, but he wasn't the one that died. It yes. Was, it was uh, Sicknick that died. Yeah. They showed that video a little bit more on the TVs. Right. And uh, it resonated with me a little bit more. Sorry to give out any misinformation. Uh, however, it is a very weird, confusing feeling, Vincent Fody, to see police officers beaten with American flagpoles. <laughs> also, Jake... Gyllenhaal is going to be at the Cannery Mall next week. Of course. That was another little goof up that we did. <sighs> Jake Gyllenhaal at Lahaina Cannery Mall. <laughs> Lahaina Cannery Mall is going to be next, next. Next to the Orange Julius. Next to the Orange Julius. Behind the Denny's coming soon. He's going to be signing autographs, but that's next week, not this week, guys. Are you, are you drinking soda and espresso <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> the most amount. That sounds and, good. And smoking a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can say that on the radio. I, well, I don't know. What, no, we can't do it in the studio. We, it's pre-recorded. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Um, does it taste like Pepsi-Cona? Do you remember Pepsi-Cona? I don't remember. Hold on. Pepsi-Cona? Yeah. No. I don't remember this at it all. Was Pepsi made a coffee-flavored soda. No way. It was called like Pepsi-Cona. It had coffee in it. Huh. You don't remember that? No. It was pretty. It was, I think it was way back in the day, like when they were doing Pepsi points. Whoa! Remember Pepsi points? I do. I got a beach. I blanket. saved up to buy an F sixteen. And remember when Coke was doing like the lemon, the Coke lemon? Yeah. And it had like the lemon in it. I think I, Pepsi did a lemon too. I like when they have those like weirdo machines that you can touch with like right. an arcade game. Yeah. And I'm like, I want vanilla and orange. Vanilla and cherry diet Coke. Why not? It. Why not, bro? Um, the in water Japan. button is invisible on it. You can touch <laughs> it, but they don't show it. Like, but you, you can also get soda water, area. which yeah. I like. I like soda water too. Yeah. In, Jap- a- in Japan, they still Japan? sell all the old sodas, so you can still buy like lemon coke mm. in the bottle, and you can still buy like 
Pepsi Kona and stuff. I like lemon Coke, man. I like Pepsi Kona. Mm, they should bring that out. back. When are they going to bring that back? I probably will like it since I'm drinking espresso. I'm surprised that they haven't brought it back already because it seems like a very, it seems like a very timely thing. People love that we've got coffee flavored energy drinks. We got energy drink flavored coffee. Coke just did uh, a double caffeine one too, right? Yeah. There, yeah. There's also yeah. There's a and Coke has an energy drink also. It's not like a double caffeine, like a jolt type Coke. It's like an actual energy drink made by Coca-Cola. I, a cheese flavored Coca-Cola. Yep. <laughs> they have coffee encrusted cheese. I know biscuitiers, gravy gals, and biscuit boys and alike coffee. will remember that I want cheese flavored coffee, but now the next step, man. And Chuck was right about the espresso uh, coated cheese. It's so good. It was very good. It's very delicious. Uh, you had something to say about Tom Hanks. I son? did. So, Colin, um, is it Colin Hanks? No, he's another son. Oh, okay, so it's not the guy from season six of Dexter. <laughs> no, it's not. That was a weird one. With J- what's that with the guy? The, I think most um, Jeff was in it. Yeah. That's <laughs> so you know we have really great celebrities that are that love the biscuits and gravy show and right. support our show. Like Tom Hanks is a like is Tom Hanks, of the show. Tom right? Hanks, Lamb Shanks. Yep. They're big. They're in a league of their own. <laughs> Catch them while you can for a so, limited time. Apparently, and you know how so Tom Hanks has a son, Colin Hanks, who's getting into acting right. as well, right? He he's in been Orange in, County. He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, check it out. So He Tom was in Hanks, season one of Fargo, which is arguably the best season. So good. His other son is getting into a business of his own. Oh, no. And uh, check this out. Tom Hanks' son is, it an is a proud owner of a handkerchief company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds like a biscuits and gravy joke. No, no, no. Guys, check this out. Hankerchiefs.com. Hanks Hankerchiefs? No, Chiefs? it's just Hankers Chiefs. Hankers? Hankers Chiefs. Hold Hank-er-z on. Chiefs. Hankers. Yeah, so Chiefs. instead of Hankerchiefs, it's Hankers. This sounds terrible. Chiefs. Why didn't they get you, think why that's didn't they bad. Get you and me how to, much do you to think, name the company? How much do you think a handkerchief costs? $25. $34. What? I thought I was going to be way over. <laughs> and Is it like at least like all silk? No. No. It's, Can you use it like it's a made out of like for a fancy? crocheted Taco Bell napkins. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you can get them in Paisley. <laughs> we, by the way, we're going to be talking. Uh, Brad Paisley's. Didn't Brad Paisley? Brad Paisley is a tie company. Brad Paisley's Brad, Brad Paisley's Paisley ties. Yeah. 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 Tom Hanks handkerchiefs. Dude, so half of the money goes to buying homeless veterans homes. Oh, did he partner with Gary Sinise? So maybe. I don't know, man. But, you know, <laughs> Gary Sinise still doing the Lord's he work. He needs to partner up with Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise knows how to run a nonprofit. His dad knows two. Gary Sinise. They were in, yeah. in Forrest Gump together. So what are you doing, man? We're not expensive comedians. If it, you need us to like write something for you right, if or do some portmanteau for you, <laughs> okay, I'll sail in a portmanteau port. Biscuits and Gravy, freelance portmanteau writers. That's give, what we are. Give us an email at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com or... Uh, Visit us at BiscuitWars.com. BiscuitWars.com. Tom Hanks, Hankerchanks would have been better, and that's still made up. Hankerchanks? Yeah. <laughs> the Biscuits and Gravy Show is proudly presented in part by Nick Nolte. It's bad for you. That's a <laughs> PSA.
And also by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines, get decapitated with DiCaprio. Now on sale. <laughs> now on sale. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Coming up in the show, we got spoiler alert. We got Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo. What have y'all been emailing me? What kind of ridiculous questions am I going to answer? But I don't know, but you definitely are going to prove that you're the smartest buffalo in the room. Chee-hoo. You're going to whip us into shape. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show, which is presented in part by an endowment from Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you you smell smell what the rock rock is is cooking? cooking? I know I do. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to Maui's number two radio show. Number two? On spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about a show that was on TBS and is now on HBO called Search Party. Vincent Fody's going to spoil some stuff about Deadwood for us, which has been off <laughs> How the air did you for know? I was 15 <laughs> years, you loser. How did you know I would be talking about Deadwood today? In Gluttony Club, I'm going to be talking about pierogies. You're riding the gravy train here on 88.5 KKU, the voice of gravy. <sighs> Vincent Fody, I got a question for you. It's What's been that? plaguing me. It's been out of my mind all morning. Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I can say without a doubt. That I am feeling good on a Wednesday. I'm having a great day, and I hope you are too, Chuck. I'm having the most bangalicious day. I had waffles, pierogies, and a fried egg for breakfast with that tons so- of bacon. That sounds like a delicious breakfast. And then I went on a walk my dog for 45 minutes, and you know what doesn't sit well? Pierogies and waffles. <laughs> a lot of flour up in the biscuit bunker today. <laughs> Oh, you hear that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You mm. hear that song, Chuck? You know what that means. Oh, that's the smooth sounds of Nelson Ranglin. <laughs> I mean, it's time for Morning Wood. Morning Wood is brought to us by Gary Oldman Senior Centers. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. I've been watching a lot of Air Force One, which for no reason they've been playing nonstop the past two weeks. Get off my plane! And uh, Gary Oldman is like the Kazakhstanian terrorist, and he's amazing! <laughs> it's a great movie. Erection puns are brought to you in part by Bill Gates Gates. If you like windows, you'll love Gates. Oh, yeah. Funny for the biscuits and gravy comes in part by James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag at James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. It's a man's <laughs> world. And the historic Scrotal Transplant Center in Old Paia Town. All right, so are you ready to get in the morning wood, Chuck? More than ever am I ready to get in the morning wood, Vincent. So this this one up front is a little bit of sad news. I don't know if you heard, but friend of the show, Dustin Diamond. I know. A.K.A. Screech from Saved by the Bell. Diagnosed with uh, cancer or Hodgkin's? He's he's got stage four cancer. Whoa. And as they say on Breaking Bad, there's no stage five. Uh, so things are not looking good for Dustin Diamond. Yeah, so and the, the reason that this is part of Morningwood is because, as we know, Dustin Diamond appeared in a porn movie. Yeah, dude. He made a screech porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he is technically a porn star, among other things. Yeah. Also, um, he's uh, one former BAMFer. Former convict. No, I don't know. No. Also, no one, no one uh, pleaded with him. You know, yeah, but he witnesses. did go to jail for something else. Yeah, because that's what I thought was when he stabbed that guy. Nobody allegedly came, when he allegedly stabbed that allegedly, guy. Allegedly, it's on no, camera. Twelve no, witnesses. Nobody came forward, but um, he did go to jail for something. It's too bad though because they are rebringing back another Saved by the Bell, and I think they, I don't know Mario Lopez is in it. Right, they did a reboot of Saved by the Which, Bell, just what? like Fuller House. What? They brought it back, and so do you know how they wrote 
Screech out of the show to uh, to like say that his character wasn't there. No, they said he's on this the International Space Station. Oh lordy, (laughs) Screech can't be here right now because he's on the space station. But maybe if he recovers, maybe uh you know they got their fingers crossed. Yeah, maybe he'll come back down to Earth. Yeah, and then he can join season two or not. I don't know. I don't even know if they have a season two planned. Mm. But if it's anything like um like Fuller House, they'll probably get another they'll, season. They'll or milk, so. milk it for all until until one of their stars goes to jail. If I, I were guess. to run for president, Vincent Fodi, do you know what I would do? What would you do? I would want at least a four year where you can't reboot or remake anything. Mm. Four years of all original material. Here's another little tidbit for Morningwood. I don't know if you heard about this, but there's a show on Netflix called Briggerton. Whoa! Briggerton, and uh, it's sort of like a Jane Austen-style England England period piece. Ooh! Right about debutantes and stuff like that, and uh, it's 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 produced by Shonda Rhimes, okay, friend of the show Shonda Rhimes from. Uh, Scandal and Grey's Anatomy, I think. Scandal was not on long enough, and Grey's Anatomy has been on too long. Well, anyway, this show has such spicy, passionate sex scenes Mm. that people have been making compilation clips and posting it to YouPorn. What? I'm not missing out on this entirely. I love it. It's been showing up on a bunch of porn sites. Nice. So Netflix is very upset about people taking their content. But yes, I watched it just for research purposes only. I checked out out some of the scenes and they are are pretty steamy. Mm. Why doesn't Netflix just go, just lean into it and do porn? Because there's no porn and on Netflix, let me, right? Let me pay an extra dollar a month for like the adult package, right? So I can see some adult package. Or they could just make it. They could just you know put porn on there, but like you have to have put to, like, in your walk settings behind you a to, curtain to get to it. You have to uh, like unlock it or whatever. You know, the same way that you would put like child. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any child security things on my Netflix account, but I'm sure something like that exists. You still right? want it though, because you don't want like. I don't know. Like some people don't want to watch porn in general, which is beyond me. But like grandparents and stuff would probably be upset. So you're saying they should just charge an extra dollar, a, dollar a month? Yeah. You know what is actually upsetting though is that I and have just have like a, like Netflix After Dark. Most um, sticks like what would you the call Amazon it? Stick, Netflix, the Google night? Stick, the Roku, and the Apple don't let you stream porn onto your smart thing to your tv anymore right and there's no Pornhub app for iphone which either. is terrible or yeah and i don't think there's one for android either now that one briefly but it, it crashed and they're out of it that's no fun yeah. yeah so netflix get that porn going tell me why if i have like one bar of service i can't call anybody but i can like stream all the porn i want you can download porn and yeah in like 1080 graphic videos <laughs> i can't anyway what, i, I want to add that, something to what morning would netflix be called I mean, let's not even say it. Sexflix. All right. Netflix After Dark. I have a crossover between Morningwood. Netflix. And, ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to beep that one. Baby. <laughs> All right, now let me ask you this, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Do you like Taco Bell? Love Taco Bell, actually. Do you like porn stars? More than anyone could ever know. All right. What if I were to tell you there was a way to combine your love of Taco Bell and porn stars. Get married in a Taco Bell? Would you be would you be excited about that? I would be very excited. Well, you know who wasn't excited about it? Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell patrons in Arkansas. So oh, I don't know no! if you heard about this. There was a, a young lady named Lana Wells. Lana Wells was an AVN award nominee, two-time AVN award nominee, Lana Wells. 
Uh, she stopped doing porn and, and stopped doing adult material during COVID because, you know, she didn't want to get the COVID. She's trying to be safe. To make ends meet, she got a job at Taco Bell. And when she applied for the job at Taco Bell, she even told them, look, guys, I do porn. You know, is this going to be an issue? And they said no. So then she was working at Taco Bell, uh, working tireless nine-hour shifts with no lunch breaks, which, by the way, Arkansas. Shame on you, Arkansas. Shame on you, Arkansas, for I have allowing people story to work nine-hour shifts without shameless. lunch breaks. Um, but then, so <laughs> they got a call one day. Some customer lodged a complaint, and they said, are you aware that you have a porn star working at your Taco Bell. And as a Christian woman, I can no longer condone patronizing your establishment. And so Taco Bell fired. What? Fired her. Lana Wells, she got fired from Taco Bell because somebody complained about her being a porn star. And Taco Bell said, uh, this particular Taco Bell was actually a franchised Taco Bell. So it's okay to fire. And Well, also, they they tried to say that, oh, she didn't get fired because she was a porn star, even though that's what they told her. She got fired because she she was in violation of some rule or something like that so yeah, now, dress code yeah so now they're trying to, well she wasn't she wasn't working the drive through naked oh bummer so <laughs> where, where am i supposed to be interested in this vince, <laughs> vince if you ran a small business would you hire porn stars i would hire exclusively porn stars <laughs> if you would hire porn stars for your small business but then again my small business would be a porn yeah. <laughs> company <laughs> <laughs> so it would make it wouldn't make sense to fire people for being porn stars. Yeah. If you want to hire or fire porn stars, give us a call at 808-873-3435. So also a uh, small note, Lana Wells does have a GoFundMe, so if you want to contribute to her, maybe it was the plan all along. Maybe it was the plan. Mm. So now, does she have a GoFundMe go or does she have a Cam Soda? Cuz someone's she getting my money. She used to have not. an OnlyFans, but her OnlyFans got taken down. So I don't know I don't know what she's doing. She better get that up and running again. Side note about Arkansas, um they have a bill that's being proposed to uh stop having a Confederate flag day. <laughs> okay. So Arkansas <laughs> Wait, so Arkansas has, has a, Confederate a Confederate flag, flag day? day. So Arkansas, you're terrible. You're firing porn stars, okay? Mm-mm. And you like the Confederate flag? Mm-mm. Uh-huh. Y'all messing up Arkansas and Bill Clinton from there. That's not good. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't get rid of that law when he was uh, the governor. He's getting his little rocks off. Oh, Lordy. Today's show is presented in part by Johnny (laughs) Tepps. Did you just get that joke? I did. I hate you. I hate you, Vincent Fody. Johnny Depp's glasses. The best perception is depth perception. And also Bruce Springsteen's string beans. Grown in the USA. Now, speaking of Taco Bell, Chuck, I don't know if you saw this, but the the new Taco Bell right here in Kihei opened up. I know. I'm very excited. And they're open for breakfast. (sighs) Nice. So now you don't have to go snorkeling in the morning anymore. Now you don't have to wait until 11 to get heartburn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just wake up. You can just go get Taco Bell for breakfast. So did they close the other Taco yeah, Bell yet? Yeah, they... So Pro okay. Arts is no longer the historic Taco, Taco... Bell amphitheater. Aww. That yeah. was so cute when they were... Maybe they can expand into Taco Bell now. Maybe. That'd be, that'd be nice. Just like Todd Barry predicted. Yep. Hey! <laughs> when, when Todd Barry was there. Uh, that was a fun show. So, yes, uh, the new Taco Bell has opened up in Kihei. They're open for breakfast. They got a drive-thru now? Because I think the Taco Bell... Taco Bell was still open... 
but I think they were only open like for walk-in because they didn't have a drive-thru. Because I think all the other Taco Bells nationwide went down the trust just drive-thru, didn't they? I don't know, because the Taco Bell in town was still uh, both, but now it's under renovation. Oh, yeah. okay. Now, here's the funny part, is that this Taco Bell is farther away from my house. But I'll go to it more because it you don't has have to get through. out of your car. Yeah, I don't get my car. Right, exactly. The worst part on of those, Taco Bell on is being inside the Taco, the Taco Bell. Bell. Uh, you're inside a Taco Bell, bro. You're always like have to lean I'm up like, against like these guys? a sticky Pepsi machine. Oh man! And there's like a homeless woman there standing next to you. She's opening up other people's mail. <laughs> it's like, man, why are you opening up the mail in the Taco Bell? Oh, do, do that at your house in the parking lot. Ugh, there's always that couple that feeds food to each other in Taco Bell. There's all the sexy food in the world. Taco Bell is not sexy. It's delicious. It's just not, not sexy. sexy. I haven't tried out that new Haven's place yet, though. Oh, the Smashburger? The Smashburger place in yeah. called Haven's. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I guess it's where Blackie's was? Yeah, other side of the highway. But I heard they got lines out the door, so it's got to be good, right? Yeah, the parking lot sucks, though, to have lines in. So right. Well, I mean, it's it's more of like a gas station, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know how they're accommodating large lines. Burger King is uh, has a new burger competing with the Baconator, and it's called the Bacon King Burger. Really? And it's a double cheeseburger with double weaved bacon. Oh. And uh, it's pretty good. It's on the Burger like, King signature bun. Like a lattice. Like yeah, a bacon lattice? Not quite the way that the other burger place does it, but similar. Where It's, it's uh, like bacon lattice and tomato? Oh, dude. Ah! <laughs> That's way better than bacon lettuce and tomato. Get those vegetables off my burger. What? What's with lettuce anyway? You shouldn't be eating lettuce anyway. It's bad for you. That's how you get a slug I like when people say slug that brain, Mexican food rat lungs. makes you like go to the bathroom. That's because you're just eating lettuce. and lettuce. The, <laughs> the lettuce is the bad part. Leave, yeah. leave the lettuce off. You won't poop for days. Yeah. Also, I bought a new smoker. Did you see the new smoker? I did. I did. I definitely saw it because f- it, it weighs like 300 pounds, <laughs> and I had to use my girlfriend's truck to help get it. It was, it was quite the day. Uh, the first thing I smoked on it was a venison backstrap, which I marinated overnight in like a like a soy sauce kind of marinade. Mm-hmm. That was delicious. I, when I got done cooking, it had that perfect pink ring nice. around the inside of it, so you know that was good. Uh, very tender, super juicy. Uh, I also did some sausages. Me and Charlie Smoothhands. Remember Charlie? Yeah. Uh, he got me my scuba, scuba certification. He has one of those KitchenAid sausage machines. <laughs> of course <laughs> so, he does. So I went over his <laughs> you house. You and Cosmo Kramer <laughs> over here. I went over his house and we made sausages at his I'm house. I'm drinking your espresso. And then I brought him home and uh, I smoked the sausages up. Mm, I, I also smoked, smoked sausages. I also smoked one of my favorite things. I like smoked sausages. The, I like smoked sausages. You know the Costco like preseason tri-tip? Yeah. Also put that in the smoker. Bro, Costco. Cooked it up to a perfect mid-rare 140 degrees. Bro, where's all the smoking? Oh, it's so good, man. Now, did you put this inside uh, Thomas Jefferson style and have it like going outside? No. You, you smoke this all outside? Oh, yes. The the smoker is outside of the house. Uh, ben Franklin. Sorry. My studio producer is correcting me. <laughs> when you said Thomas Jefferson style, I meant, did you set up the smoker and then and go then have sex with slaves? And take advantage of a bunch of people you purchased? Yes. <laughs> I didn't do that. Um, so speaking of conspiracies later in the show, <laughs> um, we're just going to drop a couple facts about MLK Day. We're going to spoil some TV shows for you. Finish oh, yeah. today's show off with a little Chuck stuff. I remember and knowledge last year we did all the we did an MLK conspiracy episode. Yeah, because we, we I think MLK Day landed on a Wednesday, right? 
Wednesday. That was a that was a fun show. So we'll remind our listeners about last year. Spoiler alert! Police. Uh, even in the '60s, you know, the golden era of America, <laughs> the police were still not nice to poor people. Well, that's not true. Remember when the black people were outside protesting for civil rights and they were really hot? Oh, so the, so the, the policeman hose them down, hose the put the fire hose on to cool them yeah. off. Yeah, oh, that's so good. That, that was yeah. nice. Wow, that was so nice of it was them. So nice of them. <laughs> uh, I made my own pierogies yesterday, Vincent Fody, and I did not do a great job. I still gave you some. <laughs> I love pierogies. Uh, so, really I used to go to school recipe. in a Polish neighborhood. Oh yeah. So yeah. See, that's there's a I, good dude, pierogi I miss spot around Polish the corner. Sausages, man. I miss Polish mustard, kibasa, Polish bread, and pierogies, dude. The only oh, pierogies my I could find. My kibasa sausage has just got to perform. <laughs> Gonna get it on. I love tenacious D. <laughs> so I decided to make my own pierogies yesterday. Okay. And I made filling of broccoli cheese, splashed a little half and half in there, mm-hmm. and uh, bacon grease and bacon bacon. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for one of the fillings, and I did I did some leftover potatoes, and I minced up bacon. <laughs> Wait, one of the fillings was just bacon grease? <laughs> yeah, Chrissy did also... <laughs> I, don't do you, like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Also, so Chrissy got mad at me, because I cooked... I did overcook I the hope spinach, that's the one you gave me. But I cooked spinach and bacon grease last night, and she said it was too greasy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to make spinach good. Yeah, I'm like, like, hold on, am I missing something? Like, maybe you didn't eat much of it. She's like, it's a little greasy. Like, we cooked uh, Brussels sprouts in bacon grease, and it came out real good. Brussels sprouts absorb bacon grease. Uh, Spinach spinach just moves it around. Gets rid of its green, disgusting juice (laughs) and taints the bacon grease. Oh, the spinach Uh, juice goes into the grease? Really easy recipe, though. Um, I did four and a half cups flour and two cups sour cream. And a little bit of salt and two eggs and one egg yolk, really easy. And you said they came out bad. Yeah. So, so listeners, ignore that recipe that Chuck just gave you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ignore it. Uh, I think I just didn't um, spread the dough out thin enough because the dough tasted really good. Did you put? I just like, didn't get it thin. Potato thin in any of them? I did. Aren't tr- pierogies traditionally potato stuff? No, potatoes are. Yeah, I did mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes in, in inside, the yeah, okay. inside the pierogi. Okay, the pierogi. Yeah, that is really good. I just made my hair too thin, and mm. I also realized that the bottle I was using to flatten them out because I don't have an, um, a roller, a roller uh, was a Bacardi bottle, which is not evenly shaped. So it's like probably why it didn't come out great, but it tastes pretty good. And then I also cooked those in. Butter and bacon grease. Of course. Yeah. That's the only way to go. So highly recommend it. Did a pork chop in the sous vide. Could cut with a knife. <sighs> didn't season it with anything. Uh, didn't taste good. So uh, sometimes sometimes you do all the special work and it's not any better. I honestly wish I just had a fatty steak and bought frozen pierogies and kielbasa. Well, there's always next time. There's always tonight. Oh, you hear that, Chuck? Yeah? <laughs> that sound means that it's time for biscuits and or gravy news. Ooh, baby. Biscuits and or gravy news is brought to us by Loincloths by Lionel. Hello, is it these you're looking for? If not, I'll help you find more Loincloths. Finding Loincloths will be as easy as Sunday morning. Now open all night long. And if you want to see Lionel in person, don't worry. He works. The night night shift. shift. He's got an endless love for For Loincloths. Now with uh, non-cling material so they won't get stuck Stuck on on you. you. Okay. (laughs) That's enough Lionel Richie puns. Biscuits and gravy. Cooking a comedy. 
Watching stuff on TV. Porn and conspiracies. Biscuits and gravy. But being a nonprofit educational radio show that we are, being Maui's number two source for news, for entertainment, for lifestyle, Maui's number two, nay, across the board for everything. We cover all the biscuits and or gravy news that the lamestream media refuses to cover. Those Zionists are always taking the facts out of the news stories, okay? They're always telling you some dumb celebrity (laughs) things about what their kids are up to. They're not talking about the real things that matter, which are biscuits and or gravy. Right. So this week for biscuits and or gravy news. What, Vincent Fodi? I got one fun story and one disturbing story. Two truths and a lie. (laughs) All right. So the fun story is, I don't know if you heard about the uh, (laughs) Bojangles biscuit mix-up. Hold on. Bojangles? Yeah. The Bojangles Bowberry biscuit mix-up that they had recently? No. Okay, so Bojangles. No. There, all right, there's a sportscaster in South Carolina mm-hmm. uh, named Mike Yuva. Okay. Okay, and he ordered he ordered his his usual Bojangles meal, which is a Cajun chicken fillet with pimento cheese, and they Ooh. usually serve it on a biscuit. Sounds Ooh, delicious, yeah, yeah. right? Well, turns out when they made his sandwich, they they had a little mix-up, and they accidentally, instead of putting it on a regular biscuit, they put it on a bowberry biscuit, which is a, a biscuit with blueberries in it, right? Is this the same company that had the blue biscuits matter? Remember, they had <laughs> they were selling blue biscuits for right. Blue Lives Matter? Well, anyway. Blueberry um, biscuits matter. So... So they made they made the sandwich by accident with a with a bowberry biscuit. Hold on, this sounds amazing. And then uh, so Mike Yuva tweeted. He's like, "Oops, looks like they made a mistake," and he sent everybody a picture of the sandwich. Oops, all berries. Oops, all berries. Mike Yuva's oops, all berries. But then it turned out he ate it, and it was delicious. Why would it not be? So he's like, "Hey." Bojangles, I think you guys might be onto something here. It got retweeted. Bojangles replied to him almost immediately because mm-hmm. this guy must be pretty popular. You yeah. know, South Carolinians love their sports. You know, yep. Uh, so Mindless entertainment. They got back to Mike Yuva really quickly, and it turns out they ended up putting it on the menu. It's Mike Yuva's uh, biscuit, and wow. so so it's it won't uh, get stuck in your uvula. Cajun chicken fillet, <laughs> pimento cheese on a bowberry biscuit. Pimento, now they're new, bro. so it's now on their new menu item. Man, isn't that cool? So yeah. that was a, quite a happy accident. That's just such an uplifting biscuit story that I know everyone would be so happy to hear about. Now I got some a sad kind of biscuit and or gravy related story for you chuck it's gonna be a sad biscuit boy day <laughs> i don't know if you know this but politics isn't just something that we like to joke about on the show no and it's not just something that you and your friends fight about on social media yeah no. politics from time to time can actually have real life consequences hold on, on. you're telling me that these jamokes we see on tv <laughs> actually he's talking heads part in like some sort of policy or cultural reform or Things that go on in America? Yeah, so sometimes politics me actually affects people's day-to-day decides lives. Decides what goes on <laughs> in people's lives? Yes, unfortunately. Ted Cruz? What? <laughs> Hold on here. He's not just a guy with a disgusting face. And He's people also- <laughs> choose for this to happen? Remember back when Brexit happened? Of course. And Great Britain? Great uh, Britain left the... The European Union. And they had a, a, a very nationalist, racist guy right. with a terrible haircut <laughs> run and ruin the economy in the country. <laughs> right. Sounds like something very that unrelatable. very close to home. <laughs> well, anyway, um, because they are no longer part of the European Union anymore, this has caused 
a lot of unforeseen consequences. One of which is Northern Ireland now has to import uh, their jelly and their gravy that they get from from Great Britain. Oh my God! Uh, and because now they have to like change like their import taxes and everything, and mm-hmm. how it's how it's actually shipped in. Because now it's like going across the border. It's not all part of the European Union. Yeah. This is causing mass jelly and gravy shortages. And so people are now, there's now underground gravy smuggling going on in Northern Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) Underground gravy smuggling. Bend over, (laughs) Abigail May, because here comes a gravy party. Now they have a train going from uh, London to Paris. (laughs) Are you saying it's the gravy train? They need to build a train going the other way. This is the stuff movies are made of. Which is <laughs> the great escape. <laughs> the gravy escape. <laughs> what better time to... I wish we owned gravy wars instead of biscuit wars. <laughs> there may be gravy wars. Too bad we didn't we didn't sit out that URL. Remember, guys, you heard it here first <laughs> on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. Thanks for spo- following us on Spotify and for sharing us. And we're up and up more listeners every week. But remember, on this very day is the first time you ever heard about Gravy Wars. Gravy Wars. More, more coverage on this later. It's very sad. So if you want to donate to the show... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Donate to our GoFundMe that we set up to for gravy relief in Northern Ireland. <laughs> 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 uh, and you know, you think our, the IRA is going to get involved. Our in thoughts gravy and smugglers <laughs> are with them. You know what's funny? This is exactly what happened in South Park when they shut down all the KFCs. Yeah, there's the episode where they shut down all the KFCs because the KFCs were now illegal. Yeah, and they turned them into marijuana. Joints. Right. Yeah. Because this that actually Great hap- episode. This actually happened in real life. Yeah. They made KFC you weren't allowed to open KFCs in low income neighborhoods. Yeah. And so like they had to shut down all these KFCs. You know, all the fast food places that are in ritzy neighborhoods. Right, because KFCs were only in low income neighborhoods. Yeah. And so I mean, there food. became like a KFC underground market and then Cartman became like a scarface type yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like cutting up lines of chicken skin, doing rails away. <laughs> he's cutting up lines of gravy and stuff. He there. actually meets the colonel and they throw his friend out of the helicopter. Yeah, they they fly down to see the colonel and it's like when they go to Colombia. Yeah. That's so good. So the IRA is now going to be doing this. <laughs> so the, IRA, so the, I, the Irish Republican Army are, are, they're now are going to be, be smuggling gravy smugglers. Gravy, yes. <laughs> so, you, so it would be regular Ireland now smuggling gravy into Northern Ireland because they're separate. Yes. But would you really want Protestant gravy if you can have uh, Catholic gravy? No, Catholic nobody gravy wants be better? Protestant gravy. No one wants Protestant gravy. <laughs> All right, you ready for spoiler alert? More than anything, Vincent Fody. Okay. So this is arguably my favorite part of the show. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert is brought to us by Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mmm! Tatum's! Put a little magic in your mouth. Spoiler alert is presented in part by Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. And, of course, spoiler alert is brought to us by Jim Carsey's Spice Rack when you need to keep time in a bottle. <laughs> so, lots of fun stuff to talk about for spoiler alert this week, Chuck. Yeah, uh, we've got. I don't know if you have access to Disney Plus. Not anymore. Okay. Uh, looking at you, Chris Fight. <laughs> but uh, I've been watching a lot of Clone Wars. Diana and I have been watching Clone Wars, the animated Clone Wars, the one not, that's like not the one that's computer. CGI or the one that is no, the CGI. one that's like that's like computer animated. Oh, nice. And so that has been really good. It's a little dark, though. I gotta say, I, I slept on this for a long time. 
I've well, always heard it was pretty good. I didn't know how good it was, and then once I started watching, I was like, oh, this was as good as everybody said it was. Mm-hmm. It follows like Anakin back around like sometime in the original pre in the like prequel trilogy. Yeah, it's in between like two and three. Yeah, exactly. So it's like him just before he's dark doing all these side missions before he turns bad. Side missions. And then one of the characters from that show, Ahsoka is going to get her own spin-off show cuz she just recently appeared in The Mandalorian played by Rosario Dawson. So mm. so if you want to catch up on all of uh Soka's adventures, you can watch The Clone Wars. <sighs> Too bad uh Disney doesn't show enough nudity, you know. <laughs> uh Disney also has a new show called WandaVision, which is again, so it's a Marvel and the Marvel No, wait, it's DC? No, it's, so it's in the Marvel universe oh, okay. because Disney owns Marvel. Uh-huh. But so, it's I thought oh is it it's not on uh, HBO, no? No. So Interesting. HBO owns all the DC's Batman stuff. Uh, it would. Right. Wonder all Woman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Woman, that's all that's all HBO. And yeah. then Disney is all the Marvel universe. Mm. So and so Vision was one of the Avengers. He was the red robot guy. Okay. Um and so him and his wife have a new show called WandaVision because her name's Wanda. Right. And her last name is Vision. I guess uh-huh. so it's Wanda Vision. Really clever people there at Disney. Right. And the show is actually a parody of like fifties sitcoms. Right. So yeah, so it's 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 in black and white and it's in four by three aspect ratio too. Oh, that's so funny. They, they really stuck to to the, the theme here and it's very much like like Dick Van Dyke, I Love Lucy, Honeymooners yeah, uh, and it has that real kind of feel to it, like Leave It to Beaver kind of. So it's, it's those those shows were filmed, especially the Dick Van Dyke show. Uh, he did so much magic on that show, and it was filmed live. Like Dick Van Dyke does like magic card tricks on that show. On that show, right? And it's very it, he does it all live, man. It's almost like a play when you watch those. Even though the stage and everything, it has almost like a play feel to it. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it was cool because, oh, it's also very similar to like Bewitched also because, or like Bewitched I Dream a Genie kind right. of feel because they both have magic powers, but they're trying to like pose as like a normal couple. Mm-hmm. So they have In a to- a male-dominated society. So they have to kind of like pretend that they're not magic. And so it has a real like Bewitched feel to it. And oh, the neighbor's and name is Agnes, like Agnes Kravitz from Bewitched Rock as well. and roll, dude! So it's a very original, very- uh, re- refreshing thing to watch because it's I haven't really seen anything. How like many episodes this. deep are you? Uh, only the first two episodes are out, and okay. there's only going to be nine episodes Ooh, of the first season. Us. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes, and it's really caught keeps your attention because it's like this jokey 1950s sitcom with like a laugh track and everything. No, but then there's like this weird stuff happening that's making you think like something else is going on. Maybe this is like her in a coma or something like that. So it's like. We don't really know how it's going to turn out. There might be a twist at the end of the season. So looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Cool. Uh, the Expanse Season 5 is available on Amazon now. How do you have time for this? Uh, the Expanse, I got to say, pretty good. I forgot that I watched Season 4, and then I watched a recap of it, and it turned out I had seen Season 4. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I haven't started Season 5 yet, but I'm looking forward to that. Of course, we have Jeff Bezos to thank. Of course. For that he show. He likes that show. Right. So it turns out when you're the richest man in the world. You can just buy TV shows. Or the second richest man in the world because Elon Musk recently eclipsed him for yes, richest man. But then the, his stock dropped like the next day. Yeah. But then you could, like if, you're sh- if you have a show that you really like and the show goes off the air, you can just pay for it to come back. So yeah. that's my goal. 
if you be, had if be you, rich enough to bring back yeah if you had a hundred billion dollars and you could revive just any tv show what would you do what would you bring back i mean how bad would seinfeld be if they redid it mm. i don't know man i don't know jerry would never do it because he's got he's he is already a billionaire you can't give him any more money yeah. to do anything not a rest I don't think he would do it for the money. Probably uh, Lodge 49 I would bring back. Oh, yeah. You were saying yeah. that you like that show. Love the show. Very quirky. I'll bring back Difficult People. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of which, uh, the twink on Difficult People who works in the uh, restaurant with the main character yes. also plays a twink who, and they use the term to describe him in the show, so I'm not being unsensitive. Uh, they he is in season three and season four of Search Party. Oh, okay. And so spoiler alert, full circle. He becomes obsessed with uh, Miss Shawcat of Arrested Development fame, right? And ends up kidnapping her. Oh, I like on Difficult People. There was the transgender conspiracy theorist. Oh, character. she was a nine eleven denier. <laughs> Love it. I love that show. If you haven't seen Difficult People, it's on Hulu. Very clever uh, hidden gem, I would say, because not many people have seen it or even heard about it. And if you like Difficult People and you like like Arrested Development and you like 30 Rock even, check out Search Party. Um, What's the blonde girl's name from from 30 Rock? Siri? No, the other the the other one. She does a terrible Jenna? show. Jenna Maroney. Jenna Maroney. Yeah. yeah. So her son in Thirty Rock is one of the main characters in Search Party. John Early. Huh. Yeah. So a little tie-in there. Wait, Jenna Maroney had a had a son, son in like one episode. I don't remember that. Oh. Well, we'll have to school you in 30 Rock then. Uh, I guess I've never seen 30 Rock before. But <laughs> check it out, man. Uh really great show. Love Search Party and because now it's on HBO, you almost see not enough HBO nudity, but you see a little bit more nudity than TBS would show. Okay, I like it. Yeah, it's killer. Um, I think my favorite thing about the show is that it was written by Michael Showalter. Okay. And uh, so it's a very improv feel to it, and I uh, highly recommended it. Go check it out. What else Search has Michael Party. Showalter written? Uh, he wrote and was in um, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Wait, so, was my, Show Michael Showalter is was he one of the guys from Stella? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, right, right. Yeah. Along with a lot of um, very improvy stuff. Uh he was in the state, I think it was like one a, of it. E, Michael Ian Black. Yep. He's in a lot of stuff with Michael Ian Black. Right. So he that's that yeah. guy's friend. Okay. And like Michael and Michael have issues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you ever watch Stella? Yeah, I love Stella. It's such a weird show. There's but an episode where they're cutting I'm bringing apart that back. When I, got, when I got Bezos money, I'm bringing Stella back. They're like the roommates <laughs> that are poor and they're trying to split a raisin. Oh, speaking of HBO Max, I finished, as you mentioned, I finished watching Deadwood. <laughs> and this time, because when, when Deadwood originally aired, after the third season, they didn't know it was going to be the last season. So it ended very ambiguously and it really had no ending. So for like 13 years, Deadwood fans had no ending to the show. 13 years went by. Yeah, so after Deadwood ended, 13 years goes by, and then they finally, HBO finally gets everybody back together and makes a movie. The movie takes place like 10 years later in the actual show, and it's just, it's a nice way to cap off the show. It's a lot more trained. And spoiler alert, Sargent dies. Oh, no way. But we finally do get some closure on some of these great characters. And it was so refreshing to watch Deadwood and then get to watch an ending. 
So if you've never seen Deadwood, there's never been a better time because now you don't have to wait 13 years you to don't find have out to wait 13 how it years, ends. bro. Wow. <laughs> so watch Deadwood. Um, on Netflix, Disenchantment Part 3, the third season, is available I watched now. a lot of the first season. I really liked it. I watched the first and second season. So is, that, I haven't... is that a Matt Groening? Matt Groening? Groening? Oh, yes. I mispronounce his name. I hate it. Well, it's spelled Groening, but it's pronounced Groening. Mm, just like my voice. Like, uh, <laughs> remember John Boehner? Yeah, definitely not John Boner. Everybody thought it was John Boner, but it was John Boehner, or mm. at least that's what he told everybody. Mm. Uh, if you have Netflix, also Nick Cage has a show on Netflix that's a documentary series about the history of swear words. What? So That's Nick yeah, Cage? It, yeah, so it's Nick Cage is the host, and it's all about the swear hit. words. What? Yeah, so you haven't seen that? No. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We watched the first episode. My mind is blown right we now. We watched the first episode about the F word. What? Um, and uh, it was pretty good. So I'm looking forward to watching a couple more episodes of that. Insane. And we all love Nick Cage. Love Nick Cage. Can't love him enough. And, uh, oh, okay. So we I think we talked about this last week. I've been watching a ton of Great British bake, Baking Show. Yeah, The Great British Bake Off. The Great British Baking Show, because we're in America, Chuck. So a lot of people are confused because we're like, is this season one? Is it season eight? Is it se- what season is it? What happened to Mary Berry? Where did the guy from the Mighty Boosh come from? There's a Why? lot. Of, there's Why? A, there's so many questions about what is going on with the Great British Baking Show. Why it's is it called the Great? Why is it called the Great British Baking Show and not the Great British Bake Off? Isn't well, it? The I'll tell you British why. Break a- ah! All right. So originally, the Great British Bake Off appeared on BBC. Okay. There was like two seasons of it. And then it got so popular, it, they moved it to a different BBC channel. I guess BBC One or whatever, whichever okay. one is the bigger one in BBC. Uh, and then they had a couple more seasons. Which is the of bigger it, BBC? Which is the, the beest BC. Oh, <laughs> so, choke on that. So then they did like five more seasons. So there was like seven seasons altogether. Okay. Then it got switched to another channel called Channel 4, which was not connected to the BBC, I don't believe. So this was season eight started off with Mary Berry being gone. Paul Hollywood is still on the show, but the, the female host is different, the judge. Yeah. And then they also got rid of the two the two presenters, the two comedian ladies, and they replaced them with the guy from the Mighty Boosh and somebody else. All right, and then that went on for another like four seasons. So there's like eleven seasons altogether. <laughs> then PBS comes along. And Calm down, Vitsafoti. Calm down. PBS comes along and decides that they're gonna air in America some of the Great British Bake Off, right? But in America, Pillsbury, like the Pillsbury Doughboy, owns the copywritten term Bake Off. So what? They, so they couldn't call it the Great British Bake Off. Because Pillsbury owns the rights to the term Bake Off. So they have to change the name to the Great British Baking Show. Now, to further confuse things, when they aired it, the first season that they aired was season five. Then they aired season four. Then they aired season six. Then Netflix comes along. Apparently they knew what they were doing. Netflix comes along. (laughs) And Netflix buys it. And now they put it on there. Now, for some reason, Netflix decided to call it a Netflix original series even but though they're not. like the fifth they're like the fifth channel to air Dude, this is <laughs> getting great, passed around <laughs> great bro British baking off and then to make things even more confusing Netflix also aired all the seasons out of order and just named the named it collections but they didn't have what? season 3 
right? And then Netflix released entirely different series <laughs> called Settle, Settle Down, Vincent Pony. Called Great Settle British down. Bake Off: The Beginnings, which is <laughs> which is season three, <laughs> which is not the beginnings. <laughs> and so, <laughs> between PBS and Netflix. Still, nobody has aired season one or two of the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> so it's the most confusing, <laughs> ridiculous series order. This is even more confusing than Fast and the, the Furious, Furious. <laughs> which I thought was impossible. Because <laughs> Tokyo Drift actually takes place before here. So <laughs> the great it really is a nice little that lemon tart. Okay, so that was our new segment called The Great British Breakdown. <laughs> Where we describe the order of the Great British Baking Show. Jesus here. Christ Almighty, Vincent Foti, I love you. All right, anything else for spoiler alert? Absolutely nothing. That what what could be more <laughs> succinct than that? All right, so you ready for my favorite part of the Duh, show? Oh, search party's good. Oh, of course, this is everyone's favorite segment of the show, the Biscuits and Gravy Show, of course. Maui's number two radio program because we cover the goods, baby. <laughs> we cover everything. We got radio smothered and covered. We do cover the goods. Thanks for tuning in to us. Thanks for sharing us. Thanks for sharing us to all your friends. Subscribe to us on Spotify. We should go to Smashburger for lunch. Check us out at Channel 55 on the Biscuit Block when they play our old episodes and we used to record live. Oh, yeah. And uh, Akaku. even some of our older stuff is on YouTube if you do a deep dive. <laughs> and that's when we episodes. cooked live on the show. The episode with Lyle Barron's is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blinky. <laughs> oh, Blinky, two eyes. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to all the great comedians in our lives. And also, and shout out. If you're listening to us on the radio and you want to listen to us on Spotify, it's under Biscuits and Gravy 808. Oh, that's good. We so should just search them. for Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Spotify and on iTunes Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And check us out, guys. Yeah. And uh, don't let the lizard people take over this year. Like and subscribe and rate and review. Even if you don't like us, just give us five stars. Just do it. Just do it. If you don't listen to the show, just subscribe because it helps us out and makes us look good. <laughs> and Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's <laughs> Umbrella Patches. Perfect in time for the rainy season. Of course. Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Leaky umbrella? Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. Also, today's show is brought to us by Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning state's, state's evidence. evidence. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Thanks for tuning in. What a great show, man. Time to jump into what makes us technically an educational show. <laughs> I don't think this is it. Ah. It's Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. And tune in next week when we talk about crazy conspiracy theories. Ooh, and lizard people. Mm, what is NASA wasting their money on this week? Who knows? And funny for the biscuits and gravy comes in part by Alex Skarsgård, anti-scar cream. Guard against scars. So Skarsgård, Skarsgård. And also Jeremy Irons, Irons, you'll be impressed with Jeremy's eyes. <laughs> Are right, you ready, Chuck? I was born ready, Vincent Foti. All right, let's get into it. Our first question today comes from Leonard in Bend, Oregon. He wants to know, Chuck, who was the youngest elected president? John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy is correct. We got a little bit of a presidential theme. The first two questions are presidential related. Mm. So that is correct. It was JFK. He was 43. Wow. JFK was 43. All right. Now, our second question comes from Grace in Detroit, Michigan. Grace! She's got another presidential question. She wants to know, who was the oldest elected president? Ooh. Who was the oldest elected president? Who was the oldest? John Quincy Adams. 
Oh, I'm sorry it wasn't John Quincy Adams. Oh, no. It's actually Joe Biden. Oh, wow. Old sleepy, sleepy Grandpa Joe. Joe. Should have known. Today became wow. the oldest inaugurated president A week ago. of all time. Wow. He's uh, Trump is 74 yeah. right now. So, I mean, he's, he was 70 when he got when he got inaugurated. Biden is 78. Wow, that's ancient. Biden is 78. So if he makes it two terms, by the time he gets out of office, he'll be pushing almost 90. Yeah. I mean, like wow. 86 when he gets out of office. Or, you know. Oh, Gam Gam Pelosi is 80 years old. Oh, yeah. Old Gam Gam Pelosi. Gam Gam Pelosi. Love her. All right. Our third question is always a sports question because, uh, as you know, sports is If I didn't get Chuck's Biden, I'm not going to get the Bucks. <laughs> you might get this one, Chuck. Uh, our third question comes from Alan in Kihei. Oh, he's right nearby in the Sweet. Biscuit Bunker. Hey! Don't come to the bunker. We can't let you in no. for security purposes. Okay. COVID's Get, real. Alan wants to know, can you name two out of three NHL teams from the state of New York? New York has three NHL teams. Okay. Can you name two out of three? Um, two out of three ain't bad. That's for, uh, it's hockey, right? Hockey. It's meatloaf. <laughs> All righty. So, uh, New York, who are the Blue Devils? The Red <laughs> Wings? Come on, man. The Blue and... Devils are like a, like an NCAA basketball team. The Red Wings are from Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Much like Grace, <laughs> who asked our second question. Sorry, Grace. I'll let you down. Um, I can't name one hockey team other than the Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you if you can just name one. I don't know, man. Uh, I know. Name. All right. Rangers? Are the Rangers one? The Rangers are correct. Oh, all, right. all right. There you go. You named one. It's uh, the Rangers, the Islanders. No one's ever heard of that. There's no way no anyone's ever heard of the New York Islanders. Yeah, it's a hockey team. What? And then also the the Buffalo Sabres. What? Well, you didn't get all three, but you did get two out of three. Plus two out of three. And visit and that also Biscuit means Wars that that's nice the end of recipe. our show. Vince Vody, it was so great drinking tons of espresso, Coca-Cola, and smoking lots a of nice heartburn. bowl of weed. Actually, I've been on this heartburn medicine. And it's it's really great. Let me get that bowl. And yeah, pack it, dude. What is it, Prilosec? And then the only negative part of it is, is that because I smoked it. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> is uh, it gives you anal leakage? Oh. So you mean more anal more. leakage? <laughs> more. <laughs> so anyway, more about that next week. <laughs> okay. Thanks for letting me sit in your chair and sweat in your room. Yeah, sure. Uh, guys, thanks for. Uh, spreading the real truth out there to everybody. Thanks for being a biscuit boy and a gravy gal. And thanks for supporting lovely community-minded talk radio shows like this and many more. Stay tuned for more Biscuits and Gravy. We have so much more conspiracies to dive into. And uh, just a little little heads up, a little shout out to the boys in blue for making the MLK assassination such a great success. Oh, yeah. Cops, you haven't changed and you never will. Uh, you so stay you, boys in you blue. Stay you stay boys in blue. And from me to you, hello! <laughs> a police officer killed him. 